0: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.
1: And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 radio network. Coming to you from Florida's beautiful Treasure Coast and bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story to convince you the reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. We're live on iHeartRadio and available on demand on your favorite podcast directories. And you can follow me on Twitter at Dawes. I love to hear from listeners. You can shoot me an email at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com or you can call the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750 that's 772-245-0750 Well, Wiley Coyote, the New York Times has finally got their man. They published a I think it's about 5,000 words. I read it all. It's uh it goes on for 45 minutes. It took 45 minutes to read. It is a, a hodgepodge a, 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 a gathering of a bunch of Reports by the new york times um uh, alluding to and uh and casting innuendos that donald trump has somehow cheated on his taxes but when you get to the end of it you realize that not only have they not accused him of any wrongdoing or cited any evidence of any wrongdoing but they have in fact debunked a lot of the democrats favorite Uh, narratives like Russian collusion or Donald Trump cheating on his taxes or their their claim that Donald Trump isn't really under audit he is and what this really tells you is uh, you know right on the eve of the the uh, first presidential debate where they're going to apparently actually bring Joe Biden out on the stage that they're desperate they've got no new ammo they're They've run out of things to argue about. Uh, Biden isn't actually putting any policy proposals out there that they can argue about, and so they're just going to uh, to you know go back to the well for another Russia hoax type uh, reportage and try to um, you know claim that Donald Trump is uh, is somehow doing something illicit by minimizing his tax bills. And reading the 45-minute long screed, hit piece, slander, smear from the New York Times is very much like listening to a prosecuting attorney and a grand jury. I don't know how many of you listeners have been to a grand jury, but the prosecutor gets to go in there, and, uh, and nobody's allowed to raise objections, nobody's allowed to... Uh, to cross-examine his witnesses they're just allowed to uh, to to try to make as many mountains out of molehills as they possibly can and that's exactly uh, what the New York Times is doing again of course the Washington Post jumped all on board as well um, uh, dedicating its uh, its wood its really large headlines uh, to this uh this New York Times reporting. Very interesting to see uh the Jeff Bezos owned Washington Post print a story about somebody not paying taxes. Of course, uh, Jeff Bezos uh famously plays zero taxes on the huge multi, multi multi billion dollar enterprise it is Amazon. And uh you know, this is all, I think, uh, well, obviously, designed to try to put Donald Trump back on his heel as he takes the stage with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is uh, going to have to answer to the 87-page report from the Senate Homeland Security uh, Committee that, uh, that shows that, that uh, Hunter Biden and many members of the Biden family have been accepting bribes For years, for years, Um, you know, we're supposed to pretend and, and, you know, they've been very successful at uh, sowing this narrative that, that, you know, we're all supposed to believe and pretend that all these millions of dollars that were thrown at Hunter Biden, that were thrown at James Biden and his sister Sarah Biden as well. For no show jobs where they just signed their uh, signed on to some board, we're supposed to pretend those weren't actually bribes to buy off Joe Biden, as he was president of the United States or vice president of the United States. We're supposed to go along with that narrative, and um, they were finally getting to the point on Tuesday night where Donald Trump is going to stride out on stage and call bullshit on all of that, and so they've uh, they've warmed up uh, this this hit piece. It's very much the same kind of reporting they put together on the Russia hoax for which they won Pulitzer Prizes, laughably, when there was, uh, there's actually no there there. Did Donald Trump minimize his tax obligations? He absolutely did. If you've ever owned any investment properties, which Donald Trump is a massive real estate developer, of course, you know that this tax code is absolutely riddled. With ways to minimize your taxes you can deduct uh, loan interest and all your operating expenses you can carry forward losses into future years you can claim a whole buffet of tax credits energy saving tax credits historic preservation tax credits uh, environmental tax credits and probably most powerfully you can claim depreciation over the life of a property and you won't have to face uh, the tax obligation unless and until you liquidate that property. And very importantly, the only properties that Donald Trump liquidates are ones that uh, have have turned a big loss in which he can once again claim a loss, carry forward those losses on future ta- tax years, and, uh, and just rock on. Now, this is not some illicit use of the tax code. It is actually the way the tax code is designed. Now, you could argue that it's being put into place by corrupt lobbyists in order to benefit the rich, but it also has the effect, and it does that, but it also has the effect of generating a lot of economic activity, and Donald Trump has done that. He has created hundreds of thousands of jobs at his real estate developments both in their construction and in their operation and their management. And despite the New York Times claiming that Donald Trump doesn't pay any taxes, if you look at the property taxes he's paid, the the, uh, taxes on payrolls, uh, all of the state taxes, the excise taxes, he has paid hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars but you know this is a this is this latest new york times bombshell is basically when you distill it all down saying that trump played by the rules now donald trump didn't make those rules most of these losses were uh taken and carried forward before donald trump ever entered into politics so if you want to blame somebody for donald trump's use of the tax code to minimize his obligations you need to look no further than congress and while you're looking at congress you can look at sleepy joe biden who served in government for 47 years probably more than any other living human being joe biden was responsible for the tax codes that donald trump utilized but there's a a bunch of uh, things contained in this report, they they claim that they have finally gotten their hands on Donald Trump's tax records, and they've published these. Now, I'd like to know exactly how is what the New York Times has done here any different from what they're trying to put Julian Assange in jail for? How is it any different than the WikiLeaks that uh, that torpedoed Hillary Clinton's? 2016 presidential election. So I'm trying to find these, uh, these debunks to report on you. I've got the wrong link up here. Uh, I'm going to go to a clip here. This is uh, this is Tater, uh, George Costanza. um, Stetler, Brian Stetler over at CNN with a tacit admission that uh, this this report was timed at least to uh, to affect the debate on Tuesday.
2: Obviously, this has the potential to change the race. How explosive is this?
3: Americans are already voting in some states, and most Americans' minds are already made up. But Anna, this is one of the most important stories of the past five years. No, oh,
1: It's one of the most important f- stories of the past five years. Even more important, says Tater, than the Russia hoax that collapsed around CNN and MSNBC's heads. But he's got a new bombshell to tout.
3: One of the most important stories of this year, but one of the most important stories of the past five years. Because as a candidate, Donald Trump fought hard to shield his tax returns. And as president, he has fought even harder to shield his tax returns from public scrutiny. So this is the kind of information that we are going to be hearing about for days and weeks to come. And including on the debate stage in front of 60, 70, 80 million people on Tuesday night.
1: And that's what it's all about. It's... Trying to give Joe Biden something to counterattack Donald Trump with when he asks, Well why exactly was the widow of the former mayor of Moscow writing a three point five million dollar check to your Coke addled ne'er do well son? Biden will try to say, Well, well you don't pay any taxes. I'm not sure he'll be able to get it out in a coherent fashion, but that's uh, that's the plan. Yeah, they're back on the taxes. They this was the same attack Hillary Clinton used in two thousand sixteen. It didn't work then, and there's really no reason to believe it'll work now. But that's what they've got, and that's what they're going with. Over on Morning Joe, the the sad and pathetic figure that has become Jo Joe Scarborough actually turned to uh to um Al Sharpton, who is in fact a committed—I mean, a, a a convicted vote fraudster—and uh, and tried to get Al Sharpton's condemnation of Donald Trump's use of the tax code.
3: If you are a construction worker in Philly, uh, if you're a waitress in Lancaster County, uh, if uh, you're a schoolteacher. Uh, in Scranton and you're looking up at the news today and you're finding out that you've paid more in federal income taxes than a guy that's lived in a gold-plated, what, 90-story building and flown around in private jets and flown around the world and illegally, probably, illegally deducted taxes?
1: Uh, Probably illegally deducted taxes. Well, the whole premise of the question is total bullshit yes Donald Trump has zeroed out his taxes in some years but in years that he has paid it he has paid tens hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes especially when you consider the property taxes and payroll taxes and all of the other taxes over the years but they're uh they're you know turning back to their class envy argument now you know (sighs) I kind of believe that uh, anybody engaged in this level of economic activity ought to pay income taxes as well, but that's not the way that the tax code is written and Joe Scarborough sitting right there voted for many of these tax provisions when he was in Congress
3: um, not not a really great message for the, the the final month or so of the campaign I mean that is that is something that voters can understand I, you know, a guy working at Walmart said, wait a second, I paid more than $750 a year in taxes this past year. And look at all those years that people like Trump and Amazon paid zero in income taxes. It's just not right. That's, again, for a guy that's already uh, really struggling with uh, working class voters, the, the timing of this this piece is just, would—I uh, would I would think, would be... Uh, pretty negative for Donald Trump
4: the timing would be pretty negative clearly and I think it speaks to the core of what the problem politically is going to be for the president this was his brand he sold himself Mm -hmm. to Americans as this successful businessman that knew how to manage his businesses therefore he could manage the country and now we find that that is totally untrue
1: so Al Sharpton, who has, uh, you know, still yet to pay off his outstanding tax bill that he was convicted of not paying, is, uh, is claiming that Donald Trump is really not a successful businessman. It really shows the, the total economic illiteracy of these people. When you say that somebody is a billionaire, you're not talking about how much cash they have in the bank. Billionaires don't let their money sit around in a bank. They, they invest it, they buy properties, they put, engage in, in um, economic enterprise, they create jobs. When when you say Donald Trump is a billionaire, you're talking about his net worth, not his income. And that net worth is all tied up in real estate developments. These are the same people, of course, that celebrate companies like Uber and Lyft and uh, DoorDash and all of these that lose more money in one year, in the case of Uber, than Donald Trump has claimed in losses during his entire real estate development career. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. So the big lie the media is pushing is that Donald Trump doesn't pay any taxes because in several years, many years actually, he has been able to zero out his tax obligations. Those obligations are being carried forward because someday whoever liquidates Trump's properties will have to actually pay those taxes, but they're deferred by depreciation and carry forward losses and such things. But they're saying, oh, you know, a nurse and a firefighter, pays more taxes well they had uh, they got their hands on some of the president's uh, 1040s after Rachel Maddow had uh, had been claiming claiming that um, he didn't pay any taxes and uh, and they were wrong previously as well
2: for 2005 I believe this is the only set of the president's federal taxes that reporters have ever gotten a hold of. Uh, what we have are these two pages, front and back, from the same 1040 form that you might have filled out when you file your taxes. Um, and in terms of what's on here, let me give you the basics. Um, aside from the numbers being large, uh, these pages <laughs> are straightforward. He paid uh, $38 million, looks like $38 million in taxes.
1: <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I think uh, the president probably released or uh, leaked those, uh, those pages himself. You know, the New York Times and the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, the network news programs, none of them gave any coverage whatsoever to this report that revealed that Hunter Biden had accepted many, many millions of dollars in uh, payoffs with no discernible work done whatsoever from... Oligarchs in Russia and Ukraine, and the communist Chinese national bank—they ignore that entirely. And now uh, they've got uh, somebody that's going to stroll out on stage with Joe Biden and, and call him on it. And so they've got to—they've got to rush out another hit piece. What they did with this story is they—they they took, uh, you know, a bunch of stories by different reporters, many of them just. Repeats, and they just assembled it all and pushed it out there, claiming that this was new bombshell revelations. Don Jr. Uh, was on Howie Card's radio show up in Boston and uh, asked about this. Listen, uh, Donald Trump Jr. I was thinking about you all day yesterday as I was going over the Hunter Biden Senate report. And I was thinking of those words that you've said so many times that were truer yesterday than ever before. If you did anything compared to what he did, where would you be today? I'd be in jail right now. I wouldn't these be nice here people. I'd be
5: phoning into this interview from a payphone, feeding quarters <laughs> uh, you know, into it. I mean, think about it. I mean, not only... Listen, the Ukraine stuff was ridiculous, right? He's making yeah. 83 grand a month to sit on a board of a energy company he knows nothing about energy and minor details doesn't speak the language, right? And
1: minor details, he never went to Ukraine. It's a no-show job. It's a it's a bribe. It's a bribe to Joe Biden, the same as the millions of dollars paid to Joe Biden's brother and sister for no-show jobs.
5: And it's never been there. Now, well, you know, I don't even know about that, but it doesn't matter, right? No business being there. Then it's $1.5 billion from the Chinese government into his fund. I use air quotes for fund because no one has ever heard of his fund, and he wasn't like a known investor. So the, you know, the Chinese sovereign wealth funds, they don't exactly give money to unknown entities unless they're being bought, of course. You know, that, that translates to roughly $30 million a year in fees.
1: In $30 million in fees are flowing in to the coffers, of hunter biden a man who couldn't even maintain a commission in the united states navy because of his drug use but just miraculously the communist chinese bank decides well this is a good investment we're going to invest in a a wealth fund run by this guy the typical two percent
5: fund model right but then it's 3.5 from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow, who is a known Putin associate, meaning anyone with a brain realize you don't become the mayor of the biggest city in Russia okay, w- without, without Putin's OK. What you call Russian collusion? I'd say, I, you know what, they, they called everything that my father and family has done for the last four years Russia collusion. Now, there's no actual proof of that, but now you have a check for $3.5 million from a Russian oligarch with direct ties to Vladimir Putin. No understanding of what that could possibly be for. While Joe Biden was vice president, and the silence from the media is deafening, Howie. I mean, I. I
1: (laughs) Deafening, I'd say. Nobody has bothered to ask Joe Biden exactly what Hunter Biden did in return for this $3.5 million bribe. Uh, Joe uh the one one of the very few questions that he was asked about this he said well we can't talk about this we have to follow the the new york times model if you ask about any of my corruption we have to drum up some smears against donald trump
2: how was your, how was your role as vice president in uh, in charge of policy in ukraine and your son's job in ukraine how is that not a conflict of interest
5: it's not a
4: conflict of interest. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing, that no president has ever done.
1: No president. This is the Democrat model. Deny everything, admit to nothing, make countercharges. We have seen over and over for the last several years that whatever the Democrats accuse you of, that's what they're engaged in themselves. And now the New York Times and the Washington Post are employing that that model to a T on the eve of this upcoming election, which I am still not convinced that Joe Biden is going to show up for. We're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to look at the nomination of Amy Comey Barrett Joe Biden's attendance at the Black University and Ilhan Omar's vote buying schemes right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Stick with us.
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question.
1: And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network, a daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, the jig is up. Joe Biden is finally going to have to answer to some tough questions, not from the journalists. It won't come from Chris Wallace, who's moderating this debate. It'll come from Donald Trump on how exactly. Hunter Biden has become a multi-multi-millionaire with a bunch of no-show jobs, delivering no product, just (laughs) massive investments from foreign interests. We were supposed to believe that foreign interference is a a terrible and awful thing, but suddenly when the Democrat presidential candidate has uh, been caught taking bribes through his family, While he was a sitting vice president of the United States, then we're not allowed to talk about that anymore. We've got to go back to 2016 and talk about Donald Trump's taxes. Well, Donald Trump don't play that. And on Tuesday night, he's going to come out on stage and call BS on all of this. And if you want to see a little preview of what it's going to sound like, you need to look no further than Donald Trump's rallies where he's been bringing up this issue. Biden's son getting three and a half million dollars
6: right?
4: from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. And then they say Donald Trump is dealing with Russia. Donald Trump. I never even made a call. Donald Trump is dealing. This guy got three and a half million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. What the hell was that for?
1: (laughs) He's earning between. 20 and 30 million dollars in fees off of that 1.5 billion dollar investment in his so called wealth management um, firm. We're not supposed to pay any attention to that. He actually rode over there on Air Force Two with Sleepy Joe. But truth be damned, we can't pay any attention to any of that. I got a clip here. This is Tom Fenton appearing over with um, Lou Dobbs talking about getting their hands on Hunter Biden's travel records to find out if he ever even went to any of these board meetings.
3: Well, we had gotten records showing that he traveled extensively around the world with Secret Service protection, including five trips to China. Interestingly, he didn't go to Ukraine, at least according to Secret Service records, before he was hired. So that's that's quite the uh, that's that's quite the uh, trick to get hired yeah, at a Ukrainian gas Joe company Biden, without having to go there.
4: But, but well, there, are two na- there are a lot of tricky things, but <laughs> but you shouldn't be surprised because uh, we called uh, Joe Biden China
3: Joe, not Ukrainian Joe. Well, there's two and a half years worth of records they still haven't given us uh, for Hunter Biden's travels uh, while his father was vice president. So we want those records. Uh, Twenty nine uh,
1: international trips,
3: five to China. What else are they hiding? Where was Hunter?
1: Forget about where he is. Where was he? So the the bottom line here is what's corrupt actually engaging in enterprise that creates Many, many jobs and economic activity or the parasitic model of government service that the Bidens have used, where you just get paid because the vice president has influence over policy. I think uh, American people are going to be able to see through all of this, but it's not going to stop them from uh, screaming about this right up until the election. Of course, the other uh, big issue of the day is Donald Trump's filling a third vacancy on the Supreme Court. That's got the libs absolutely losing their minds. They're attacking uh, this Amy Comey Barrett, who is a, by all indications, a devout Christian, uh, a mother of uh, five children herself and adopted two others from um, from Haiti after uh, the massive earthquake there has a solid judicial record and uh is is just outstanding in every possible way but she's not their kind. She's not the feminist kind of woman. And so they're attacking her with everything they can. They're they're accusing her of racism. The only reason they tell us that she adopted those Haitian children is to shield herself from accusations of racism. There's actually some democrats on social media claiming that, uh, she stole those children and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, what's the word, uh, appropriation, cultural appropriation that she adopted those children. You know, notice they don't make any of those same claims to the Hollywood celebrities who like to virtue signal by adopting, uh, minority and black children. Trump held a uh, Rose Garden introduction uh, to Amy Comey Barrett, and it sounded something like this.
4: Judge Barrett is a graduate of Rhodes College and the University of Notre Dame Law School. At Notre Dame, she earned a full academic scholarship, served as the executive editor of the Law Review graduated first in her class and received the law school's award for the best record of scholarship and achievement. Upon graduation, she became a clerk for Judge Lawrence Silberman on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. Amy then received one of the highest honors a young lawyer could have, serving as a clerk on the Supreme Court for Justice Antonin Scalia. A highly, a very highly respected law professor at Notre Dame wrote to Justice Scalia with a one-sentence recommendation, Amy Coney is the best student I ever had. That's pretty good. <laughs> Justice Scalia hired her shortly thereafter, and we are honored to have his wonderful wife, Maureen. Where is Maureen? Maureen Scalia with us today. Thank you. And our great Secretary of Labor. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Very good genes in that family, I will say. Very good genes. Before joining the bench, Judge Barrett spent 15 years as a professor at the University of Notre Dame Law School. She was renowned for her scholarship, celebrated by her colleagues and beloved by her students. Three times she was selected at Notre Dame Distinguished Professor of the Year. When I nominated Judge Barrett to serve on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit in 2017, every law clerk... From her time at the Supreme Court, endorsed her and endorsed her nomination, writing, quote, We are Democrats, Republicans and independents, yet we write to support the nomination of Professor Barrett to be a circuit judge. Professor Barrett is a woman of remarkable intellect and character. She is eminently qualified for the job. And I can tell you, I did that, too. I looked and I studied, and you are very eminently qualified for this job. You are- well,
1: she is eminently qualified. And the reason, of course, that uh, the left is losing their mind is because of Roe versus Wade. Now, uh, I usually avoid commenting on Roe versus Wade because I don't actually have a uterus. And there are very many strong, brilliant women out there um, that point out that Roe uh, Ro was based on flawed logic, and if, in fact, uh, the nation wants to uh, to legalize abortion, then they can do that through the legislatures. But legal scholars, both on the right and the left, have acknowledged that Roe v.ersus Wade was uh, was uh, actually just generated out of whole cloth uh, some you know creative reading of the Fourth Amendment. I think it's the Fourth Amendment but um here's a uh, a sample of the kind of attacks we've been hearing this is a uh, actually Chris Hayes MSNBC anchors. Chris Hayes's wife appearing uh, on George Stephanopoulos' program <laughs> which uh you know sort of tells you uh how incestuous all of these uh relationships in Washington George Stephanopoulos hosts One of the network news shows when he was, in fact, the communications director for Bill Clinton. Well, here is Chris Hayes' wife being asked about the nomination of Amy Comey Barrett on Sunday morning.
4: You know, Judge Barrett clerked for Justice
0: Anthony Scalia and she made it very clear yesterday that she shares his judicial philosophy. What does that mean for the court if she's confirmed? You know, it is harder to imagine a starker contrast with Ruth Bader Ginsburg than Amy Coney Barrett. So, concretely, I think she would vote to overturn Roe versus Wade not just to chip away at it. I think she would vote to strike down gun regulations, and I think she could well side with the Trump administration in its efforts to have the Affordable Care Act struck down in its entirety, including the protections uh, for pre-existing conditions. So I think more broadly she would cement a rock-solid conservative majority on the Supreme Court.
1: Well, that's probably true. She is a conservative, and conservative in this um, meaning is that she would abide by the Constitution, and that's exactly why The left hates her so badly. She's not going to look into the law and try to figure out ways to advance the left-wing agenda that cannot be passed in the legislatures. Here is a uh, young lady from the Federalist named Joy Pullman defending ACB. We're calling her ACB now.
2: And she has to sit here and figure out how to smear a woman from a feminist perspective. So, of course, we all know what at the core is of smearing women according to feminist perspective. It's, of course, abortion. Because what's more woman than killing the thing that women can do that men can't? <laughs> so, uh, back to Ms. Baslong. She says, women aren't gym socks purchased in bulk so that a replacement can be seamlessly substituted into the rotation when one goes missing in the washing machine. Wait a second, Miss Baslin. I thought laundry was supposed to be not women's work and we shouldn't be using stereotypes about women's work in our uh, New York Times article op-eds. How did this one get past the editorial board? Nobody knows. Probably just because it's anti-Amy Coney Barrett. Anything conservatives do, the left. I think that's the real answer here. The reason that they have so much whiplash is there's no Consistency, because it's whatever the right does they hate, even if it doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, Um, and of course, let's get to the part about abortion, because abortion, everybody knows, abortion is the real thing going on here. So, quote, the fact that President Trump's nominee is a woman matters less if she does not support the causes at the heart of the long continuing march for gender equality that Justice Ginsburg championed. Get that, ladies. You're not really a woman if you're pro life.
1: That and is the bottom line. You're not a woman if, unless you go along with Gloria Steinem and the uh, the the old feminist movement that basically tried to make women uh, um, indistinguishable from men. You don't, in other words, you don't support women unless you believe that women aren't unique. And uh, and and different from men. We're going to run out to a little bit of an early break, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's latest head-spinning claim that he attended a historically black college or university right after this message. Stick with us. When the weather outside is
6: frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is...
1: You know, I've been saying for a long time that uh, a lot of people misread Joe Biden. They think because he is uh, suffering from such severe cognitive decline that uh, that's the that's the reason that he makes all these stupid statements. You have to ignore Joe Biden's entire political career to believe that Joe Biden has been saying dumbass things uh, in conferences and on the campaign trail his entire political career. And over the weekend, a uh, clip um, emerged where Joe Biden was being Joe Biden. He was uh, addressing a uh, a group of military personnel in the Middle East when he said this. Wait, this is a terrible clip. Come on, Jim. I got to find the stupid bastard clip. I apologize. They uh Twitter is trying to uh hide it. But I'm gonna get it here. Come on. Here we go. About me. I have incredibly good judgment.
3: One, I married Jill, and two, I appointed Johnson to the academy. I just want you to know that. Just clap for that, you stupid bastards.
1: Clap for that, you stupid bastards. He goes on to say they're a bunch of slow, dull witted people. This is something that Joe Biden has made a uh, um, a, a habit of. It's really one of his uh, features of his speeches. Whenever he's talking to military or law enforcement, or in my case, uh, when I when I saw him firefighters, at some point in his speeches, he inevitably calls uh, calls the audience a, a bunch of horses, asses, or dumb bastards, or some sort sort of thing. I think it is his way of, uh, of trying to be an alpha male or or be one of the guys or something. I'm not really sure what's behind it, but uh, if you're on the research committee over at the Trump campaign, there's a lot more of those clips available. But over the weekend, uh, Joe Biden also uh, said this uh, stupid thing.
4: I, I got started out of HBCU, Delaware State. I don't want to hear anything about Delaware State here, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Joe Biden got started out of an HBCU, Delaware State, a historic black university. <laughs> there is no truth to that. The the um, administration over at Delaware State admitted that Joe Biden was never enrolled there, never took any classes there. <laughs> it's kind of reminds you of that clip from that um, Steve Martin movie. My story.
5: it was never easy for me I was born a poor black child I remember the days sitting on the porch with my family singing and dancing down in Mississippi
1: <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to that movie but uh you know, this is part of Joe Biden's narrative. He claims, you know, first person in his family to ever attend college. That's a lie. It was lifted from a, a speech by a British politician, Neil Kinnock. He's always citing. Oh, I, I grew up in Scranton, PA, and I'm I'm just one of you poor uh coal miners' children. He left Scranton when he was ten years old. His dad sold cars. He says that Donald Trump only sees, uh, sees Wall Street from his residence on Park Avenue. And that's why he's all for the millionaires. When in fact, Joe Biden's campaign is being funded by billionaires from Wall Street and Silicon Valley. And, and Donald Trump is getting almost none of that money. Joe Biden lives in the, the, one of the largest homes in Delaware, the former DuPont mansion. He's got a $3 million beach house on Rehoboth beach. And he's got a $4.7 million residence in Washington, DC. And he did all this on about $150,000 a year, which was his federal salary. But he, uh, he was born a poor black child and had to go to a historically black university. Project Veritas is at it again. And they've been, uh, doing some work on these ballot harvesting schemes. And they went up to Minnesota, did some undercover uh, investigation, and came up with a clip of one of Ilhan Omar's um, campaign workers admitting to uh, to vote harvesting.
3: James O'Keefe here in downtown Minneapolis at the scene of the crime. The person you're about to meet, Leban Mohammed, aka King Liban One, boasts about the hundreds of absentee ballots in his car.
1: My car is full. All of these absentee ballots. Can't you see? Look at all these. My car is full. My car is full. <laughs> All of these ballots are from o- for Omar. Just look, we've got three hundred ballots.
6: There was video you can see the video, there was a video out and about
0: that he has the ballots in his car. Right. And talking about the only way you can win is with money. I was looking at them and they were not filled. They were blank.
6: Who is the one filling out the absentee ballots? So People who work with uh, like Omar. Where do they pay the money? Uh, the minute we sign the thing, the election, that's what you get
4: paid. Money is everything. Money is the key in this world. If you ain't got money you shrimp, you should not be
6: here, period.
1: So they, the ballot harvesters request the ballots. And is the ballot taken away from them? She's uh, The questioner asks, the elderly?
6: <laughs>
1: yes, the ballot is taken away from them. <laughs>
6: at the end of this
3: street yes. there's three towers called one tower Okay, and it's all seniors and they took every ballot every ballot they just every take them single from ballot.
0: them they knock on the door and say your ballots come give it to me give it to me they don't even me. pay them for it they just take no them. and the ones that didn't vote on ballots the young people and the women and stuff they were paying cash cash. they were carrying
3: bags of money the last yeah, one to, to drive people
6: so there's a vested
3: interest but we are victims of the system they don't
2: Give a shit about any Two in the morning, still hustling.
6: Who is the one filling out the absentee ballots? People who work uh, with, like, Han Omar and other candidates work for them. They came to us to our apartments. They tell us that this year you didn't go for it. You don't go nowhere, you stay home. We will you fill out the absentee ballot when it comes to come and get it. You just don't go nowhere, you stay here.
1: We have got so many examples of um, of fraud. With these absentee and mail-out ballots now, it's uh, it's unbelievable. The media, uh, the media, of course, is trying to continue to diminish voter fraud, say it doesn't exist. First they said it doesn't exist. There's no proof, and now it's uh, just very minor vote frauds. They're finding uh, ballots for Trump in the trash cans, dumpsters, and ditches. They still have not determined who won the Democrats haven't, the Iowa caucuses. But of course, their scheme is to, uh, to get a bunch of rulings from these uh, supreme courts in blue states where Democrats dominate that said that they can just keep on counting ballots after the polls close. And oh, by the way, they're not required to have any signature matching or any other safeguards. They don't even have to have in one case, it was overturned. They said that they didn't even have to have the secrecy envelope that's required. Most of these rulings are going to be eventually overturned because the the uh, the Constitution is clear. The courts don't decide the the time and the method of these elections. It's the legislature, and these courts are countermanding the legislatures completely. I see where Brad Parscale has been hospitalized. They say after a threatening suicide at his Fort Lauderdale home. That's a sad development. That guy's under uh, extreme pressure, to say the least, to deliver another um, victory for Trump, and um, and he's under assault like no other time in his life. So uh, he is, uh, he's gone to the hospital for observation. I keep playing these, uh, these songs by Ryan Parker. You can find him on Twitter at Ryan P. Songs. And trying to get the attention of somebody in the Trump campaign so that they can bring this guy out as a warm-up act uh, at these rallies. He ought to be a regular feature. He's got a whole catalog now of, uh, of pro-Trump songs. I've been playing them on this show. This is a really good one uh, from back in June.
6: Oh, say, can you see, the Democrats wanted Hillary. They cried when she lost, so they decided to exhaust. Every illusion of Russian collusion until it was proven is fake. They failed to impeach, now freedom of speech they're constantly trying to take. You can tell it's an election year because they spread the virus fear, then glorified all the riots here. The choice is very clear: it's America first or America worst. Are we marching on forward or going in reverse? America strong or America weak? America proud or America meek? It's the land of opportunity or a place where everything is free. Donald Trump is a man we know isn't owned by China, like sleepy. Show. don't give in to the fear, just lend me your ear, the choice is clear in this election year, black lives matter, but what that means to me. We prosecute a racist cop But we don't steal TVs Either you didn't build it like Barack believes and you're just a privileged white, or you don't See color as much as hard work and you Clearly see wrong from right You can tell it's an election Year, the controversy Will not stop here, last time The Russians interfered At least that's what they said The media is claiming that Trump Is divisive, but they are the ones Whose words are derisive, they cover up the criminal looting they lied about Vladimir Putin they'll say anything to tear Trump down they want us to see black white and brown but open your eyes and see what they're hiding they're all in the tank for creepy Joe Biden don't give in to the fear just lend me your ear the choice is clear it's Trump in this election year
1: great. Ryan Parker, you can find him on Twitter at Ryan P songs. And, uh, if you know anybody in the campaign, get the, get the message to them. They got to get this guy on stage and warming up these rallies. So tomorrow night is the big debate. I, I still have a hard time believing that the Democrats are going to be foolish enough to let Joe Biden take the stage with Donald Trump. The calculation that they're having to make is whether or not, it's going to be more damaging to sleepy Joe to withdraw from one of these debates. And he's got a whole bunch of excuses he can use. He can say, well, Donald Trump doesn't tell the truth. And, and, um, you know, I can't because of COVID restrictions and, and, you know, Donald Trump's a meanie. I will not be surprised in the least if either today or tomorrow at the last minute, The Biden campaign comes up with some reason to withdraw from these debates or at least, uh, you know, say that he has to do it from his basement. If he does take the stage with Donald Trump, when Trump strides out to shake his hand, he needs to look in both ears and see if Joe Biden has got an earpiece where they can feed him the answers. Because if they don't, I just don't see how this is going to work out for Joe Biden. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition. I want to thank you for joining us right here on the Mojo Five Zero Radio Network. And I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow for another edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. We'll see you then.
0: As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question.